And we are live and we are back. Let's go. I'm Corey, your host, one half of the Court and Full of Fed Podcast. And I'm back like I never left with another installment of Wealth Wednesdays here on the Court and Full of Fed Podcast. We discuss health and wealth, finance and fitness and everything in between. We want to make sure you save more and say less and keep making better your best. Yes, yes. However, my co-host Jordan went on paternity leave. We started these Wealth Wednesdays where I get straight to the financial information, no filler in between. And if you were listening to the last episode, shout out to new listeners. But last episode, I said that I got to work on finding a new name for this. That way I'm not pigeonholing myself to only drop on Wednesdays. Well, I was going to come up with a new name. The alliteration is going to be gone. I was going to do financial Fridays and I could drop on Fridays too, but then that's still like, oh, only on Fridays. So, you know, so I got to find another name for this. Maybe I should ask ChatGPT. That's been my new uh, assistant. Or the other one is uh, Bard, I think it is. Whatever Google has. Anyways, you know, new new title coming soon. We are coming to the end of the year, so we're about to get to. I think probably we're gonna do a live stream. We're gonna have to see, figure it out. According to my wife, since you know, we got a small child now, um, but uh, it's gonna be time to do the end of year wrap up. IRS came out. It's probably been a while now. We you know new tax brackets, new rules for four hundred one k IRAs, things like that. So give the wrap up. How to prepare for not a wrap up, but how to prepare for twenty twenty four. Wrapping up twenty twenty three with the twenty twenty four prep. All right, but. Before we get started, because I know you see the title of the title of this video, I told you we had some. I told you I had a lot of articles, but I'm getting through the real estate stuff. This is why I need to be able to drop whenever I want to, which I can. Which you know, title regardless, off my soapbox. If you have not seen, and I haven't read this article, I've just seen the headline. One of my good friends sent it to me about the real estate commission. I, I'm not sure what exactly the data is, or not the data, but what's we're going to see in this article. But I just saw that looking like real estate agents might have a hit with their commission. So I'm excited to see what information is going to be in this article. All right. It's almost $2 billion as far as the settlement. But before we get started, y'all know y'all need to hit that like button. Shout out to the views. Y'all, the, the algorithm or using better thumbnails is working, but now we need to get the engagement up. Don't engage if you don't want to engage, but please, please engage. If you're liking this, please leave a comment. I always say like, share, and subscribe. I need to add a co- comment. Please leave a comment if you guys have any questions, comments, concerns, what you like, what you don't like. And I don't think there's a dislike button. But no, no, there is a dislike button. Dislike if you want to. Dislikes and likes are the same thing. However you want to slice and dice it, Jordan and I appreciate and love the feedback. We're doing our best to improve on our end. So we would appreciate if we see the other type of engagement um, data points go up as well. Data points. I do data stuff at work. So data's in my head right now. Regardless. Please, please hit that like button, share, and subscribe. My information, as well as my coach Jordan information, is in the description. And I'm going to figure out, I know how to pin it, pin a comment, but I want to figure out if I got to, I think I have to pin a comment every time. There's got to be a way where I can have like a default set up where every video I post, the comments already pinned. Because I got to pin a comment every time I make a video. That's going to be a lot of work. It is what it is, but it's like, my goodness, why can't I just pin a comment every time? But eventually we're going to have the comments pinned at the top of the um, the comment section where Y'all have all the important links for us. Finally, fit that lives. We can go for Jordan's website to sign up for the virtual Monday, Wednesday, 5.30 a.m. I'm mind blank. 5.30 a.m. virtual training sessions. My information is there as well to sign up for the financial coaching. All right. Now, student loans. Let me see what the last thing is about student loans. Let me. I'm just going to Google student loans. 10 best student loans. 10 best student loans of 2023. That's not. Parent plus loophole. Okay, Biden forget what another 20, 127 billion. All right, not, nothing yet. We're still we're still waiting to see. Like I said, I think as we get into more of next year, probably as we get to late, late winter, early spring of next year, we'll see 
what the student loan situation has done as far as forgiveness not happening and the payment starting back up. Now that's impacted everything and everybody's talking about, you know, the recession's coming in 2024, housing correction, crash, whatever it is. Probably when you get to 2024, we'll see that stuff pop up. And then, oh, I deleted it. The car note situation is still nothing new for this month. Let's talk about the car note. So every time I just refresh them before I start a new episode, let's see what the new monthly car payment is. Again, the average car payment is still $729 as of, what is this, October? Yeah, October 9th, 2023 for bank rate. $729 for a new car is egregious. That's literally insane. That makes no sense. And $528, almost $530 for a uh, used car. All right, but locked and loaded again. We get straight to the financial information. Before we get started, last but not least, don't sue me, sue your mama. This is for entertainment purposes only. Myself, no Jordan, or finance or fitness professionals. This is for entertainment purposes only. And everything you hear on here, you need to fact check, reach a professional, reach out to a professional, and do your own research. Okay, don't be scammed. We're not scammers, but don't get scammed. Do your own research and reach out to a, a true professional. Jordan is, is, I wouldn't say he's a professional, but he is certified. So Jordan can actually, you know, he, he has this, is a CSC certified professional? I don't know what he, he got, but he, Jordan has a certification. So when he speaks on fitness stuff, he actually has equity. Me, I just have, I guess, professional experience, however you want to slice and dice it. All right, but that's it, y'all lock and loaded. Real estate agents losing their commission? We back get into it. And I, I, at first, I saw the CNN article. I was trying to find an article that would, had a little bit more content in it. And I saw the Yahoo Finance one, which seemed longer, but it might just be how they had it chopped up. But the apparently the Yahoo Finance, I'm stuttering. The Yahoo Finance article apparently is the CNN summary because that's what it literally says up here. It says CNN. All right, but here we go. After a 1.8 billion, that's crazy, two billion dollar verdict, and I never heard anything about this. Like going on just saw the article get sent to me I'm like okay the clock is ticking on the six percent real estate commission jeez it... again this is by anna behini Bahani behini cnn november 5th 2023 are they gonna be t- are they talking about the people real estate's losing their commission there's let me not speak because i haven't read this i don't read articles ahead of time Using a travel agent to buy a plane ticket or a stockbroker to trade equity seems like relative. This is true. This is true. I've been, I haven't been, when I say trading, I haven't been investing for a long time, but I've been investing long enough when Vanguard was charging $7 to buy. I've been investing over 10 years now, I think, or right around it. And they were 10 years ago, 2012, 2013, Vanguard was still charging to, um, to invest $7. My goodness. Now that's gone. Shout out to Robin Hood. That's the one good thing about Robin Hood. Introducing the free trade into the market. Anyways, using travel agent K equities for stockbrokers, and yet every day people across America hire real estate agents to help them sell a home. I want to be clear. Let me before I get started. I, I this is supposed to be a short article, says so a five minute read. But the I want to say the last thing. But if you if you want to mess up the economy, and I know the real estate, um, it's not economy, real, real estate sector of our economy has very large lobbyists. I'd be surprised if they, you know. May have a let a law get passed where real estate commission gets you know capped at less than six percent. I, I think I heard this might be like talking about like three percent in here, which would be egregious. It'd be insane. But um, if you if you want to if you want to mess something up, real estate agents already have a variable income because they don't get paid; they make commission, so they don't make the same amount of money every month. If you want to shortcut their payment in half, unreal, unreal. All right. It's one of the few industries that, yes, has been able to largely avoid disruption that has helped consumers cut costs in the internet age. Now, let's be clear. 
know, for us non real estate agents, it would help us, right? You'd be able to you better be able to keep more money um for the sellers, uh, right? And then yeah, for the sellers. I mean, real estate market has changed, but traditionally sellers usually are paying the um the, the real estate agent fee sometimes both paid or sometimes the buyer might have to pay it all depends on the house to market things like that but if you just if you just essentially wipe away six percent of what it costs about a house i mean for every hundred thousand dollars that's six thousand dollars that the real estate agent would get and what's the average home price let's do median let's do with the median house price in america jesus that's still, okay. That's saying average. Average house price is four hundred sixteen thousand. So six percent of that is going to be twenty four thousand dollars, right? A little over twenty four thousand dollars. That's um. You, you just wipe that away. <laughs> Let's be clear. Twenty to get the mortgage, FHA three and a half percent, right? So the the real estate fees for the agent, at least the commission, is more than what the down payment will. <laughs> Let's just leave it. Imagine you're selling your home. You got to pay the real estate commission fees on both sides. You got to pay that 6% and you need the three and a half percent. Let's just, you know, keep it that way. You need a three and a half percent for the down payment to get your new home because you're selling your house. You need a new one. That's nine and a half percent right there, right? Imagine you keep your 6% and in short, you almost got two, two down payments back. Again, for sellers and buyers, for non-real estate agents, right? This, this would be great. I mean, it's reducing costs, as I just said in this first article, like with uh, stockbrokers and travel agents. That's largely because, right, Power, okay, National Association of Realtors, the largest professional organization in America, and a significant, okay, again, lobbying group like I talked about. Okay, but the ver verdict handed down, okay, this is Missouri, so not this, um, the federal level. Court, shout out to Missouri. Wait, Mohila is Missouri too? Shout out to Missouri. Missouri is all, if you haven't seen it, slight side note. My friend said, we, before Jordan and I started this, my friend's been saying years ago, we should start a sports podcast. I got the equipment now, so it's not for me to hop on. But if you haven't seen the one guy who said, you off, I think it was a million dollars for the WNBA winner to play the best high school basketball team uh, in the country. I'm saying that because apparently last year, at least I think it was Link, Link Academy. It was in Missouri. So we got Missouri for Mohila student loans. We got Missouri for this verdict. Then we got Missouri with our best high school basketball team, Mr. Boys. Anyways, uh, they ruled on Tuesday, so a couple weeks ago, NAR and two brokers firms, House Home Service of America and Keller Williams. Keller Williams is big. I get, my guess is they're both large, but Keller Williams, somebody recognized. Liable for $1.8 is a lot in damages for conspiring to keep commissions artificially high. May mark the beginning of the end of how homes are bought and sold. Now, again, if you're in Missouri, Shout out to you if you live in Missouri is, you know, as far as not that I want people to lose their money, but, you know, this directly impacts you because this ruling was in your state. One point five, excuse me, one point eight billion. I wonder if we're going to see if that was for the state of Missouri. Can't be just for the state of Missouri. That'd be nationwide, I guess. Two other firms initially named in the suits brought by home sellers. Remax, another large one, Anywhere Real Estate, formerly known as Rheology, which is the parent company of, OK, Caldwell Bankers, Century 21 and Southeast Soothies International. OK, okay. Uh, they said, OK, these other companies sell out of court for 140 million. So that's almost we took you add that 140 million to this one point eight billion is almost two billion dollars. Um, it might be two billion dollars. That's one point eight six. That's one point eight six billion or more. Then it's going to be two billion dollars almost in settlements. Yikes. As of excuse me, as of the term. 
of the settlement, they each announced a commitment to make changes in their business practice, okay, whatever. Okay, including not requiring agents to be members of NAR. Okay, interesting. While state governments, I don't know enough about the National Association of Realtors. Is that what it stands for? My guess, I wouldn't be surprised if they pay, they possibly have to pay some fees maybe to be in there, which why why it might impact um, on a larger scale. Uh, while state government, governments license real estate agents, NAR has an extensive code of ethics, right? Okay. That they have to follow. Hey, NAR brokerages, they vow to appeal the verdict. Hey, they're going to appeal the verdict, <laughs> which means real estate commissions aren't going anywhere immediately. Okay, so so that'll wait for that appeal to go through. NAR has been fighting off U.S. antitrust officials and litigation for years regarding anti-competitive practices, and this verdict is the association's biggest setback yet. I bet so. $2 billion is crazy. Shout out to student loan debt. It's over, you know, it's $2 trillion, but hey, it is what it is. This verdict is just from one of several lawsuits, okay, filed against them. Not surprising. NAR has faced a difficult year setting aside verdict. Okay. The president named Kenny Parcell, Jesus, okay, resigned due to law and order SVU allegations last month. Refn, it's weird how on YouTube you can't say certain things, but if you make a rap song, you can say these things. Anyways, last month, Refn, an internet real estate company, left it. So, oh, wow. Okay, that's big. On the commissions, NAR, they might be, you know, Refn might be, see, they're seeing the writing on the wall. They might be Redfin might be the Angela. <laughs> they might be the Redfin might be the Angela. You get an AR. Angela, you been got up out of there. Uh, shout out to DJ Envy and Caesar. Shout out to DJ Envy admitting. I, I already did this episode, but shout out to DJ Envy admitting that he wasn't going to listen to his lawyers. I mean, outside of lawyers, I mean, lawyers and doctors are one A and one A as far as I would say no lawyers trump doctors because something that's different medical opinions. Rarely do people say get another legal opinion, like once you already got a lawyer. Like once you lawyer up, take your lawyer's advice. It's not like once you get a doctor, like you see your PCP and it's like, okay, you might need to see somebody, somebody else. If your lawyers tell you not to do something, highly suggest that you do it, especially if they tell you not to speak. Shout out to the Fifth Amendment. Whatever. Anyways, um, on the commission's NAR said they will appeal the verdict and that, okay, the issue won't be resolved. Jesus. Okay. Because I got my sparkling water today. So I guess, you know, this is an article that we're going to have to wait, I guess, a couple years. Maybe I'll do this article in a couple years then to see what the verdict is for the appeal. This matter is not close to being final as we will appeal the jury's verdict, said Mantle Williams, NAR Vice President of Communications and Interim. We will ask the court to reduce the damages award. Ooh, they're going to reduce the damage. Wow, jury ruled on this, not the judge. This is not the end. Okay, 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 okay. What was the case about? Here we go. Finally, the cornerstone of the plaintiff's argument is that the NAR is forcing home sellers to pay an inflated commission that is then split between their agent and the buyer's agent. I thought it was 3%, 3% for your agent, 3% for other agents. So if it's more than 6%, I mean, but see, oh, I guess we're going to see if it's coming out of the pandemic or not. I guess not. This is going on for years. Um, that is then split between their agent and the buyer's agent. Right. Uh, the home sellers argue commission sharing as a condition for access to multiple listing service MLS to the multiple listing service was unfair and kept commissions artificially high. Home sellers argue, excuse me, multiple listing services unfair. Okay, typically when a home goes on the market for sale, the seller offers their broker a set commission. For decades, the commission has essentially been around all right six percent of the sale usually with a 3% split for the buyer's and seller's agent. 
Yeah. Okay, cool. In a competitive market, the home sellers argue the cost of the buyer's agent's commission would be paid not by the seller, but by the buyer. Okay, like I was talking about earlier, who received the service. Again, the market can determine these things. True, we all know the seller said that the buyer should be able to negotiate the fee with their agent and that the seller should not be on the hook for paying it. Mm. Okay, competitive market, okay. Okay, so sellers are saying that if there's if they're going to make the buyer pay, they're negotiating to have the buyer pay their agent. They just got to figure that out from a negotiation standpoint on their side. And they are and other defendants argued in court that their commissions are always negotiable. <clears throat> Excuse me. They also said that the system of having the sellers get agent split commission on with the buyers were already weighed down by with expenses. Okay. Like a down payment, closing costs, inspections, and appraisals to avoid the added expense of having to pay an agent as well. Okay, they're saying this the sellers are playing this split due to everything the buyer has to play. Sure. Math. Consumer advocates celebrated the verdict and hope that plaintiffs would also receive the request for the judge to order changes to how the commission are structured in the industry. Again, I don't know if this judge had the power to rule at the federal level. It's my if at a district level, that's one thing. Let me see if I can find this map of the U.S. district courts. My guess is Missouri is going to involve like Missouri, maybe Mississippi, Kansas. It's like District 8. It's like Arkansas, Missouri, North Dakota, South Dakota, Nebraska, and that Wisconsin, I think. I don't I don't know. The, sta the states in the middle is where I struggle. I got the coast good like once you get to colorado and left but the middle is where i kind of struggle anyways i'm gonna learn that you know once you start teaching my son i'm gonna learn that stuff anyways uh while already large for explanation for the district court at district court level all those very districts that we have if there's a ruling right there it can impact the other states and underneath that district which is why i was seeing that but already large the war could grow oh geez to five billion depending on what the judge they, they might get to five bill the jury clearly saw that the industry had restricted price competition to a point where it could ensure nearly uniform five to six. Okay, commission. Okay, so the issue isn't that, that they were high. They just couldn't negotiate on them. A senior fellow at the Consumer Federation of America, jurors, made the decision quickly, he said, deliberating for only a few hours. I remember I got my, um, speaking of jury, I got my jury duty finally, but when I got my jury duty, it was literally right around when my son was due. I was like, out of all the times that I would get jury duty is during this time window. So I got to push back. I want to be selected for something like this. I won't be for something regular. I want to get selected for something like this. All right, you know, I'll be out of work probably a little while, but you know, I want to get for something, you know, shout out to the OJ trial. I want to get selected for something good in my Jackson trial. Anyways, the extent of injunctive relief decided by the court will strongly influence whether a price competitive system develops that lowers consumer costs and increases quality of services. Broadbeck said, we hope that the court will sever the ties between the listing agent and buyer agent compensation, freeing sellers from the obligation and need to compensate buyer agents. Okay, so this is going to drop the sellers. They're going to cut theirs in half, look like, and then the buyers have to pay this. I, I... Shout, shout out to whoever set up this system. I think it would make, if this is my agent, why wouldn't I pay my agent? Right? Like who? I know it's a debate, you know, who's doing the service here depends on the market. But if 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 everybody's going to ensure always get, let's just say, 6%, 3% for each agent, 
if that was just a discussion at the genesis of this whole situation, why not just make it so that everybody pays their own agent? Hey, I guess not. I don't understand these things yet. Somebody can explain that to me. Ooh, I would appreciate it. Impact of commissions on buyers and sellers. Okay, not as much as expected to change in our near term because um, we're still waiting on everything. The long-term impact of the verdict may be that the pairing of buyer agent buyers agent commissions on and sellers agent commissions will eventually be separated. Analysts from Keith, Bruitt, and Woods, an investment banking firm, said in a report released ahead of the verdict that okay, unrelated government action is likely to reshape the residual. Okay, they're saying it's likely this is going to have some restructure as far as the real estate community by eliminating the buyer brokerage commission rule and eventually the practice of listing agents and sellers setting and paying the buyer agent commission. Wow. That'd be a big, I mean, that financially speaking, let's not talk about everybody. We're talking about just from the seller standpoint. I mean, the sellers would get to, would have more money and mo most sellers are buyers. I, I would presume maybe well over 90% of people are selling their home or buying or about to buy a new home. And again, Considering that FHA is three and a half percent, and we're talking about the other split for the buyer's agent is three percent, but that that's almost I mean at least we'd almost double the minimum of what they're putting down. Which a would you not like to walk in? Now we are we already know. Maybe we should keep things as they are because we already know, as we've seen from the panorama, when people didn't have to make student loans payment, what they wouldn't did is they got more debt. I'm pretty sure if people were able to, instead of having, you know, 96.5% equity when they get a mortgage or get their house, they would be able to have 93.5%. They probably wouldn't put that seller's commission they're going to get back now. They probably wouldn't put it towards the house down payment. They probably are not going to do this. Probably actually going to make things worse. Now I don't think about it, but hey, we'll see if this goes through and as time goes on, right? But now I realize, you know, be careful what you wish for. All right. And since the commission paid to, to an agent is typically baked into a home price, if they were reduced, I didn't know it was baked into the home price. If they were reduced, ah, I see what it's saying when it's saying baked into the home price. I got it, I got it. If they were reduced or were to become more negotiable, home prices could drop as well. They said, excuse me, I see what it's saying. They're baked in the home price. You're, you know, the seller is getting money from the buyer. So they put that into the home price. Got it. Short term. Okay, good. Nothing's going to change. Commissions have been always been negotiable. That will continue to be the case. Yeah, I, this isn't saying that the commissions won't be they won't be able to negotiate the commissions anymore. It's going to make it so that the sellers don't have to deal with paying it. That the buyers will have to pay their agent. The buyers will have to pay their agent. Seller pays their agent. But there could be unintended consequences of changes come about. She said, "Okay, there are buyers that aren't going to know the steps to buy a home." Davis said, "They have to pay for a down payment, closing costs, appraisals, inspections, and they have also had to come up with money." To pay for a buyer's agent, some just won't, and they'll get in over their heads, or they won't buy at all. I have a representation. Representation will make the market less inclusive. Yeah, here's the issue we have right now in the current housing market. Everyone who got a house essentially between 2020 to 2022, their interest rates are historically low. They're not looking to get out of that mortgage rate, at least from a math standpoint, and get a new home due to the current interest rates. Most people, not most, but let me see if I can look up. How many new homes are bought by new home buyers? Because for new home buyers, they're not sellers who are then buying, right? They're just buying. How do you give me Maryland numbers? Look at me doing my. 
No, no. What percentage of homes are? Okay, come on, Google. Don't make me go to ChatGPT. What percentage of homes are bought by first-time buyers? The first-time buyers now make up 50%. Jesus. It's been going up. This is from this is from Zillow. Shout out to Zillow. Okay, half is a lot. Half is a lot. Um, yeah, if it's 50% of people don't have a home that they're selling, yeah, that, that that's gonna cause some issues because you 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 do need a real estate agent when you're buying your home. That would that would be my recommendation. But considering the fact that's a flip of a coin of whether or not this person is going to be or this these set of people, this family, the husband, wife, whatever it is, is going to be a first time home buyer or not, that that's going to cause some issues. But let's let's be clear, though, if you got to if you're selling your home and so now you lost three percent that you have to pay. So you gain three percent, but then you're about to buy this home. So now you have to pay another three percent. That's an offset. So it's going to impact the fifty percent of the market for the first-time home buyers who now, in most people's cases, can just to get that three and a half percent to get into the home, and now you're going to add another three percent on top of that. And I'm just saying three and a half percent for what you got to put down from the for the down payment. I'm talking about all the other fees. They're talking about closing costs, appraisals, inspections, things like that. So it's going it's going to be interesting. I mean, they said we're years out though from this, uh, you know, getting ruled on. It's going to be extremely interesting to see how this impacts, you know, the housing market. What's really going to be interesting is once once interest rates go down, right? They will go down. Who knows how long they're going to continue to go up, right? But at some point, they're going to go down. The people who got, let's just say, sub three and a half, like, do we think interest rates are going to go back below three and a half percent? That's the real question. As I as I wrap up again after one point eight billion verdicts like you know could be anywhere from 1.8 billion possibly it was 2 billion due to um the out of court settlements and could get up to 5 billion real estate commissions the clock on that 6% is ticking again by Ann Bahini from CNN but this is on Yahoo Finance but it's going to be interesting to see how low people actually think interest rates are going to get let's not talk about interest rates are going to how high, you know interest is going to go up they might stop going up then they're going to go back down go up right that, that's how they work but how low do we think they're going to go when they start to go back down? Do we think we're going to see they wouldn't be all time low, lows again, but to go back to what we saw the panorama lows? Or do we think they're going to get closer to maybe 4%, right? They're not going to be sub four. So even if they're not sub four, because simple logic, let's just say you it takes, let's say it takes five years for interest rates to get back, let's say 4%. Right, or start getting closer to what they were during the panorama. By then, most, if not all, do do the interest rates being so low of these people with these panoramic interest rates, they're going to be putting a chunk of their mortgage payment towards their principal. And I'm talking about people who got 30s. People who got 15 years, they're already, they're already, they've been hammering at their principal probably within the first six months or so. I forgot. I got to find that calculator. But people who got the 15 years and got, you know, sub 4%, maybe even sub three and a half, sub 3%, they've already been paying most of their mortgage payment towards their principal. So people who got 15 years, they're going to, by the time mortgage rates, we see them go down, they're going to have their house paid off 
almost, if not paid off, they decide to do it, you know, somewhat aggressively due to how low the interest is. I mean, it's so low, they're borderline, you know, borderline free money due to the interest rates being so low. People in those 30 years, though, so it's going to take them a little bit longer to start really hitting that principal with their mortgage payment, but still extremely fast compared to what interest rates are now. It is going to be interesting to see how low interest rates get when they get low again. Because let's say interest rates come down. Let's say they, let's say interest rates get to 10 percent and we see them drop. You know, they get they cut in half in a year. Right. Let's say interest rates are 10 percent at the end of 2024. Then by the end of 2025, they're 5 percent. Does it make sense for people to get out of their mortgage who got it in 2020, 2021? Sometime in 2022, I can't remember exactly when interest rates went up, but will it make sense if you got a three and a half percent to get into a five percent based on how much equity you have? And then who knows? I'm just talking about interest rates. Who knows where the prices of the, you know, the houses will be in the market at that point in time. But that's the real question. Not if interest rates are going to drop. People know the interest rates are going to drop because that's how the cycle works. How low? How low? How low will interest rates drop? I don't know. I don't know. And I, my guess is they won't get as low as they were during the pandemic. That would be my guess. That's what I would lean towards. My guess, I'd be, I'd be, I wouldn't say I'd be surprised, but if we, if we see three, you know, sub 4% interest rates for mortgages, you know, in the next decade or so, that, that, that'd be kind of shocking. I, my guess is they're going to try to keep them in the four to 6% range. Um, you know, for for a good while. Now, whether or not, you know, they push them down lower because then because then they push them down lower. Then that puts people who have those lower interest rates. It makes sense for them to go make sense, you know, for them to go get a new mortgage. Makes sense, quote unquote, because now the interest rates, there's not that big height, even though people usually move up in house. So it's not usually the interest rate that's a problem. It's how big the big ass house they freaking getting. But that is what it is. But all right, y'all, again, locked and loaded. End of the episode. Real estate agents, I, I hope they don't lose their commission as far as like a financial situation. Like, because now we got people who are making less money. The people who are making less money, they make variable money. It's essentially just like waiters or waitresses. You know, they, they essentially get paid commission too, right? It's variable how much you get paid, you know, and, and hopefully we don't see that decrease. That, that'll be an issue. We have real estate agents who don't make the money. Because one thing you don't want is someone who's providing a service for you to be stressed out. Last thing I want is my real estate agent to be stressed out, right? But then again, they are going to, real estate agents are going to get paid. It's going to be the buyers have to pay it. Less buyers and is what it is. Again, it's, it's based on the market. There are probably some real estate agents. I know not all of them, but you know, a lot of real estate agents probably in Maryland are not worried at all because, you know, this, this is a hot market where they're trying to find houses to sell, let, let alone worried about the buyers going to pay, you know, a 3% commission fee. We're trying to find a house for our buyer. We'll talk about the commission they got to pay to pay us, you know, once we can find them a house, right? Can't pay a commission on, you know, can't pay the commission fee. They don't got a house for them to buy. But all right, y'all, make sure that like button, something to hit. Share and subscribe. Shout out to the YouTube algorithm. Make sure you leave those rating reviews as well and leave a comment and let us know what y'all thought about the episode, what y'all want to see going forward. I think, am I out of real estate? I might be out of real estate stuff. I got to go. I got a whole document. I got to see. Ah, I could do talk about the 40 year mortgages, but I think. Nah, Halloween. Thanksgiving is the next week. So in two weeks, we're probably going to do like, oh, look, all the day everybody went into for Black Friday. That's probably what that's going to be. But again, if you have any comments, questions, concerns, you can reach out to us, leave a comment, DM us, whatever it is. We're in the, you know, the feedback improvement stage. So anything you say, it'll, it'll likely, you know, it'll be in full effect and will be taken into account. All right. And again, 
my information as well as Jordan's information, I'm going to work on pinning the comments so it's easier. So you guys have to click you know, into the description and filter to do through like everything. More important stuff is going to be pinned as a comment. All right. That's it, y'all. Remember to say more and say less. Keep making better your best. And I'll catch y'all in the next one.